All right, fellas, well, on this amazing story, um, <laughs> how about we start? So, uh, obviously, we've got Jackie Moon here. Uh, it's been a long time coming, Jackie hasn't it, James? Is James's favourite driver I'm in the world. I'm so excited. How, how have I got this nickname, though? Jackie, Jackie Moon. Uh, there's, there's a Will Ferrell <laughs> movie called Semi Pro. It's Semi Pro, eh? Semi Pro. Where uh, the lead character is a guy called Jackie Moon. And nice. he essentially like buys this like minor league basketball team and plays in it himself. So basically you fit the profile yeah. of a Formula 2 driver, essentially. Yeah. 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 I think it was all your fault initially. I think you started calling him Jackie Moon. But... Jackie Moon? Well, it's one of my favorite movies in the world. Yeah. And you're one of our favorite drivers, so... Yeah. My favorite driver. Favorite I think, no, driver. James is second favorite driver. That first being Scott Dixon, yeah. second no, being that's you. Fair. That's fair. I don't know where I stand, probably outside the top 100. I reckon no, you're anymore. probably you're definitely still like clinging on to the top ten. You've yes, you've, de- you've been overtaken by Clem, Felipe, <laughs> oh, oh. Jam, <laughs> and, and Rick Armstrong. Mate, Rick, no, the, outside Rick. of that, yeah, outside of that, you're definitely hanging in there in the Jeez. top ten. All right, that's a bit of a humbling <laughs> sentence. All right, well, uh, hey, good to have you here, mate. It's yeah. been a long time coming. Yeah, it has. We've been corrupting like, Crawford, planning it for a while, haven't we? We uh, we came as our favorite American. Sports stars. I don't know. Yeah, we got Kobe Bryant, Kobe basketball, Bryant. baseball, football. Yeah, I'm Alonso. I just bought a random baseball jersey with Alonso on the back, and that's 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 what I'm running with. Mate, Alonso, that is sexy. Yeah. yeah, you look hot. Thank you, mate. Thank <laughs> you, mate. Feeling hot. Feeling well, hot. Just earlier, well. you were telling me that I look like a Parisian drug dealer, but you know, mm. I'll take you it. You do look like a Parisian <laughs> drug dealer. Um, you look like Richard Hammond 40 years ago. <laughs> 40. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? With, look, the, with like the beard and the, the Johnny hat. Drama, for sure, from Entourage. Definitely looks like Johnny Drama. But um, hey, not to dwell too much on facial hair, lads. We're here to talk to our mate, old Jackie Moon over here. Um, fresh off an F2 test. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How'd you get on? Um, I mean, we know, but like, yeah, yeah. what was your first, your first thought, your first lap? What do you think? <clears throat> you want to? I I showed you how my first lap went actually. Um, and it made my day. Funniest I, um, thing I've ever seen. So I, I was in the in the start thro- start throttle map for my first push. Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's, it, it's where it was, and I just left it because I didn't want to. So know. the start throttle map, James. You you won't know this. Yeah, it's just like. For I some don't... weird reason, they've decided to make the throttle map for the start like impossible to manage. So, if you could imagine, so you can imagine a linear throttle percentage zero to one hundred, right? Which is what we would normally have when we're driving, which is like throttle map two, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Throttle map one is like this. Essentially, you're holding on to zero percent throttle until about twenty yeah. percent, and then it goes from zero to a hundred in the space of three percent. Oh, it was. It goes from like thirty to forty. 30 to 40% throttle pedals, like 20% to 100% throttle. Essentially, yeah. yeah. So that gives us some <clears throat> degree of insight as to how you managed to loop it and stick it in the wall. At, on, so on the, on oh, the I didn't even stick it in the wall until later in the day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my, my very first push, uh, turn one, not really an issue. I go around turn five, um, didn't really rotate the car very well. Barely got in the throttle. Looped it, first lap, very first lap. Um, did a 360, kept going. Um, hey, mate, we've all done it. So that was... Clem's <laughs> been done. Clem's done it more than oh, once. More than once. That was my, my very first push in an F2 car. 
Um, well, you made it four corners, and which is better than most people. I say. didn't make it four corners. I mm. made it four corners in Jeddah, but surprisingly, my talent was I actually spun in Jeddah, but did not hit a wall. Nice. It, that it is remains, an achievement on a street track. Oh, it remains one of my biggest achievements in my career. You did How that I, as well, didn't yeah. you? You spun and you didn't hit the wall in Jeddah, either this year or the year before. Oh, mate. I, <laughs> he spun too many times to I've remember. I've spun a few times in my life. Uh, quite a lot this year, actually. Do you know that on free practice ranking... Yeah. I am ranked number one. But how many did you miss? No, exactly. <laughs> so I'm ranked number one. Firstly, my free practices aren't bad. Like generally I am like top four in free practice. But I also haven't done like four four sessions because I spin on the first lap. Oh, the, the, the most amazing sight I had this year <laughs> was exiting the pits out of Imola and seeing Mark oh, Armstrong. Yes. Yep. And I was like, oh, he's my matey from Screaming Meals. He's going to show me the lines. I'm going to follow him round. Now, this is the outlap, you know, and it is wet in the sense that, you know, you take it easy, go on the power nice and easy. Mate, I was Marcus, treating the car like a baby. No. I was not pushing at all. So he goes into turn six and down from six to seven, there is a massive bump. And I'd seen it on the track walk and I said to myself, I will stay as far away as possible as I can. It was from wet this too, area. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And Marcus on, yeah. thought it was a great idea to just keep it absolutely pinned and end up <laughs> right on the bump. Little I did cruising, I know. cruising, mate. I was I, like, he, it did look like he was cruising. I watched the... We'll, we'll throw it up the, on the screen for everyone to see. But uh, I'm just like chilling on my warm-up lap, basically. And I'm sideways backwards into the wall before i know i'm sliding he's just gone <laughs> just like you man oh that was yeah <laughs> just like you it, it took me only one day to go into the wall uh first new tire set i've been on the same set the whole day we go last hour of of day 1 p.m into the there's wall there's nothing worse eh? two corners in there's nothing worse than the feeling of just putting it in the wall and just being like what have i done oh, i didn't even know i spun like i didn't know you just felt Welcome the wall hit. Too. I didn't know I spun. I just, I knew I was like, Have right. you had a big one in F2 before? <clears throat> mm, not really. That, that was my biggest crash by far in a, in yeah. a racing Did car. it hurt? No. Nah, you'd have been right with that. But mm. they still had me in the, the medical center for about half an hour. So. Yeah. Just checking your... Yeah, yeah. You see, I've had a few high speed, high speed spins this year. And that's the thing, like... You can't feel the car at all. No, the next thing I knew, I was literally backwards. And I was like, fuck, don't hit a wall. Don't hit a wall. <laughs> well, F3 is the opposite, right? So you slide, you can feel it, you catch it, you just drive it to the limit. Whereas F2, uh, like no exaggeration, man. You are backwards before you know you're sliding. Yeah. Well, honestly, like I like find it hard to actually like, there's like no snaps in the car. There's just... It's either straight or it's completely opposite lock. It's like I don't get like small it's either snaps. straight or the wall essentially. Yeah. I don't get like small snaps. I never got like a bit of oversteer. Well, you I had got... that little bit of a wobble that we saw on the onboard of you and pit lane almost fencing it. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, no. Are you going to dig into the details of your practice? Starts? The team doesn't know about that. So. Uh, really? <laughs> I do now. Hey man, we've all done it. Hey, by the way, we've got some American wine here. Oh, um, yes, of course. Cost me an arm and a leg, uh, this Napa Valley wine. And we thought we'd keep it, you know, American, obviously. And uh, yeah. Clem's Wine Corner is, is a really it's, big part of Screaming Meals. So, it, yeah, um, after just the last episode, which everybody talked over. But, you know, it's... Do you want to take it away, Muscles? I've never actually... Uh, seriously, I've never actually had a glass of wine. I was talking 
Yeah. I had a couple of sips, so I never had a glass. No, yeah, I've never seen you have a drink before, yeah. so this will be an interesting one. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's had a chance to breathe. Now, what will be interesting here, actually, is we've got four different shaped glasses, so we actually essentially have yeah. four different drinks. Uh, well, to be honest, the, 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 the shape of the glass actually affects massively does it? Uh, the, the sense of aromas. There's lots of science around it. Oh, it? massively so. Is it, is it the smell? You're in the view. Oh, shit. Sorry, mate. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're, trying, you're trying to deliver on Clem's wine corner. Sorry, Clem. Again, you know, obviously uh, it's become hugely popular. Now, well, let's wait until Jackie Moon's yeah, got yeah, a... Throw, throw your glass over here, mate. We don't want to get in the way of Clem. Sorry, Clem. <laughs> Uh-oh. Could we just... A little bit dribbled. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, oh. Don't get on that on your blazer <laughs> oh, it's on there. on the inside. Sorry. From that uh, Zarmani blazer that you've got there. So what <laughs> is this supposed to smell like? Um, so <laughs> here you can clearly distinguish some plum in there, some... Uh, give it a whiff. Some plum. <laughs> Blackcurrant. Then, then you want to give it a Blackberry. smell. very good. You should have unlocked those flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You genuinely never had a glass of wine before. No, like genuinely, I've had a couple of sips, but I've never had like a well, a proper crazy. taster. Yeah, I've sense. never had a. Now we should point out as well that uh, Jack is allowed to have a one drink with us on the podcast, so long as there's a full meal um, provided by an adult. So ah. I'll just jump on Uber Eats. Yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the meantime, Clint, take it away. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you've clearly got distinctive uh, aromas of, of plum and blackberry there. Uh, some oak, so it's clearly been oak aged in a barrel. Um, some vanilla, maybe some smoke as well in there. Maybe some. You must got a oh, strong. Some nose. earthy, no, no, earthy like notes. You earthy get the notes. Nose of a dog. Call me crazy, but it reminds me a bit of Craggy Range. <clears throat> oh well, slightly well, actually, very I think similar. I'm just gonna go straight for it. Go <laughs> <laughs> on, Jackie. You do you. There you I don't know how wine's supposed to glorified, taste. <laughs> glorified vinegar, he says. Maybe we just scald it. It's quite bold. Uh, quite light on the tannins, though. Um, I could see myself enjoying this with my, um, with my acolytes from Screaming Meals in the Piemonte region, enjoying a nice Fiorentina. <laughs> the, um, the, sort of, the sort of texture of the wine caught me off guard. It's sort of the back of my tongue. Yeah, yeah I, I, just saw, I just looked at his face and it was like a... Well, as we know, I like my wine chilled, so it's probably not in its ideal is state this right chilled? now. No, clearly not. Is this chilled? No, it's around about. It's come back down to earth now. What, what's the perfect temp? Uh, exactly. To, for, it depends. Similar to a Pirelli tire, it varies a lot. Yes. Often it's cellar temperature is what you'll get, which is So just you only have about half a degree temperature range. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Once you're out the window. It's either fantastic or it's dog shit. One or the other. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So for reds, you tend to be around room temp. Anything white or rosé, you'd like to go a little bit below. Keep it chilled in the old fridge there. The bouquet is really opening up now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is massively. So the aromas are just... As we segue from uh, your wine corner, Clem, <laughs> yes. back to the test. You, so you obviously had your first experience in F2. Yep. You changed teams, Clem. Um, <laughs> Trident. How about that? 
Yeah, and the non-championship winning car, you seem to go a lot faster. Mm. Do you elaborate I on that? I think Trident's a good team. It right? is. I think, is. honestly, the car was really, really good, really strong from the off. Uh, obviously, not exactly everything perfect to what I wanted, but um, when is it put it this way. Did it feel better? In a couple of years of driving, uh, I never did turn two and three flat at Abu Dhabi. All of a sudden, I stepped oh, I did, there. And I did turn two flat on 150Ks. Mm. Is that the lap you put it in the wall? No, that's when I put on new tires and I tried to do it flat. <laughs> and then you hit it wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as you get more grip, you actually end up yeah. closer to the barrier. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, for me, it was a lovely test. Obviously, plenty of time. Yeah, two and three shouldn't really be flat no, I was on old tire. Turn two genuinely flat on 150Ks. Like. Now, I might get a bit boring here. Sorry, James. But you obviously Sorry. have my data and Yuri's data. What corners were you better than me? Um, or worse. Wherever. Absolutely so, everywhere. You just so slow down my straight. engineer, we never actually looked at your data. <laughs> we just uh, looked at yours. <laughs> just protect your ego a bit, maybe. Um, That's so ironic that, you know what? I'll keep my mouth shut. Lies. <laughs> 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 but um, let's see. He Compared to Yuri, let's say, he was a lot better than me at turn one. I was really struggling there a lot, actually. Mm. Um, but final sector, I was on it. Um, Good on you. Yeah. Well, Yuri did use the high line, didn't he? He missed like, every corner in the last sector in Poly. It's true, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I actually I actually um, wasn't that bad. It was mainly just turn one where I yeah was losing like two tens. Did Isaac like F two as well? What was well, you, by the sounds of it, you didn't. Um, he seemed to like it a bit more than me. Um, but actually, by the end, I actually it actually kind of felt normal to drive mm. like mm. a racing car. Like the first day was. I was getting used to the massive turbo lag. Like mm. my my actual first push after the spin, I must have been had like ten meters margin every exit because I would go on throttle and you know, there was just nothing. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> yeah, I remember the first time I drove F two as well, and because the turbo lag, you put throttle and like nothing happens, yeah. and then suddenly bosh, it all arrives at once. Oh, that's mm. like you get a hundred horsepower that all of a sudden becomes six hundred. Yeah, that's what happened in my spin. I got Imagine throttle. Yuki. Imagine when he hits the throttle. I'm surprised he didn't just spin or take off like an aeroplane. <laughs> it's kind of the opposite of what the front and rear wing look to do is, is take it because they produce downforce, whereas um, our aircraft produce lift. Mm, right. Mm. That's, that's just, I just wanted to Thanks bring some technical that. knowledge to yeah. the table there. It's, it's all I can really offer. The engineer. Yeah, yeah. I would, well, it was, it was a, didn't you say you had an engineering degree, actually? I have two. I've got, I've got a master's. In engineering, yeah. Actually, no, yeah. So I, I've decided to go More to university. Shit, um, I think I learned my times tables about two or three months ahead of the rest of the class, and so they said, "Let's Oof. just stick him in engineering college and see how he gets on." So I, I was qualified by the time I was eight. And instead of being Lewis Hamilton's race engineer, you're yeah, doing I, insurance. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I didn't choose the insurance life. The insurance life chose me. As it, as it goes, but well, uh, all like, right, well, Jackie. When I left Abu Dhabi, right, I I felt. It was so weird. So when I left you for lunch, right, and I went back to Dubai, I was like driving past like all the paddock and like my Uber. It wasn't an Uber taxi, I don't know. And uh, I was almost sad, believe it or not. Really? Three years in F2 finally came to a close. I guess it's not officially announced yet, but I'm not doing F2 next year. That's not what you told and, me. No. Um, <laughs> as you l- <laughs> and I was driving past the paddock and I was like, God, it's almost sad leaving everyone. But then you almost like. Do you, want to, do you want to know the funny thing? When he left lunch, he just went, "Thank fuck, it's over." <laughs> 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 yeah. 
just a load of bullshit to me. I don't know. Did I say that? I yeah. I, I don't think I did. But anyways, he drove off into the distance, you know, and uh, just didn't see him again. We were, we were there the next day. Yeah, you were course. actually the... the yeah, most... on the... Uh, was it the, the Monday or the Tuesday? I think we all recovered on Monday. Well, they did F1 testing and then um, yeah, you came on recovered Tuesday. from a, a brutal Sunday. Obviously, nothing. We just had a couple of Cokes afterwards. Mm. Um, nothing really too. But the best there, thing but... about F2, I think, is the camaraderie between the drivers. Oh, it is. It is like really nice between just the team and just the drivers. Like yeah. the, the atmosphere. The atmosphere is, nice. is good because everyone just. I think everyone's like in the same. Pain Everyone bubble. feels the same thing. Apart yeah. from Drogovic, who just dominates the championship and is living on cloud nine. He's like, what do you mean it's difficult? <laughs> Everyone is just so happy. Uh, well, Except for the champion every year. Yes. <laughs> happy as in, like, we're, we're mates. You know, everyone everyone's yeah. in the same boat. Um, I mean, you, you obviously saw when you came to Budapest. We all hang out after the race, mm. and everyone's good mates and, and everything. We're like, in the past, I don't think that's the case. So, like, in three years in F2, I think the best thing genuinely was, like, the friendships. Clem, do you agree with me, mate? I agree. I agree because, obviously... We all grew up together. We uh, were passing. We yeah, did F4, exactly. F3. We, we get to F2. We're just about to get to F1. Well, some of the lucky ones and the talented <laughs> ones do. But Well, I was, was going to ask you, do you think that atmosphere might have a little bit to do with the way the Formula 1 driver market is at the moment, where you kind of get to F2 and you look around and you go, oh, we're all kind of buggered next year anyway, aren't we? So we may as well be mates. <laughs> we may as well just have fun. Yeah, yeah. Because how many seats are there? Of, like, I mean, there was what? One I don't want to ruin his... I don't want to ruin his... My his, hopes. His hopes. Because I think that you have a fantastic chance. You're obviously wearing the Red Bull logo, so that's... I do have a fantastic chance. Actually, Actually yeah. the story behind that then, explain to us uh, your, your, your career, your beginnings. Where, where do you come from? What have you done? Give us the insights what of what done? it takes to be to be Jack Crawford. Um, yeah, grew up in, in Texas, carding, you know. Carding, dude. Carding. Carding, dude. Uh, Were you going down them straightaways? Oh, yeah, super fast, man. Super fast. <laughs> get the draft. Did you get any push? Oh, yeah, I got lots of push and lots of slide. <laughs> <laughs> We're being so mean right now. Anyways, no, go but, on. Um, yeah. How um, old were you when you started karting? Uh, six. I actually, oh, wow. actually started at four driving in parking lots. Oh, yeah. Um, mm. At my school. Was that legal? Uh, probably not, but did it anyways. What do you mean parking lots? Like it was a school activity? Car parks. We yeah, call like them car my, parks. my preschool was just across from my house and you were only in preschool about five years ago as well weren't you <laughs> yeah that young and uh yeah i was just driving carts in my my preschool parking lot and, yeah. uh, that was my first experience and you went straight to f2 from there did you yeah <laughs> <laughs> then helmet rang <laughs> I, I saw you uh marinello yeah that was um, the first time we met what year was that 28 19 Oh, did you do the Ferrari test? I did do the Ferrari that test. That was only three years and ago. And he, he was the reference driver. No he, way. He was a baby, mate. He was like this big. And because you, you were, you were a small kid and then yeah, you suddenly you're just uh, like... 14, yeah. Um, I was the reference driver. So yeah. it was you. Um, Me. Who else was there? Poucher. Porsche. So it's like, a, it's like a talent scout sort of yeah. event. Mm -hmm. yeah. You obviously did it at Clems, you know. And so you, Porsche. Um, I don't know the other drivers. They were Italian, ACI. Yeah. yeah, and I jumped in for like two laps at the start of the day. Cold track, you know. Dead douche. Actually, best Seven time. Seven tenths down the road. Maybe. Yeah, best time for the tires. You can just blame it on the fact that it was colder in the mornings. 
I made sure I had 20 kilos less fuel than you, so... Uh, I'm, sure <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not driving unless I fucking demolish those kids. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember I actually did well that test. I was actually surprised. I, yeah, so how come you didn't get a call up? I don't know. It was kind of... I don't know. I it's kind of like a Ferrari strategy, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they screwed up. They missed out big time on the result. The Jackie moon. Jackie moon. <laughs> I don't know how much I should say, but they like... Everything. Cha- they Everything. Cha- they changed... <laughs> They changed management. So in 2018, I was actually, when I was in uh, karting in Europe, I was talking to some Ferrari guys. Massimo. They, yeah, Massimo. Yeah, yeah. And, um, he's such a good dude. He's the CEO of Aprilia now. Yeah. He, and he's um, transformed the team. But also with the FDA, man, he was a legend. Yeah, he almost almost, almost promised me a seat at FDA. Yeah. Um, and then they changed um, management, a bunch of people. And yeah. And you ended um, up living in milk. Basically, cakes. basically, they were just giving me the test to, because I was. Because I obviously did that test. Past, so. I did that test, and it was well, that was one of the best days of my life. I think because I what dressed up as Santa Claus. <laughs> you know when you walk through the gates of Fiorano for the first time. Oh, it was mm. yeah, it's, it's unbelievable because cool. you cool. also go into the dressing room. There's like a photo of Michael Schumacher on the wall, like a shrine. Oh yeah. And you get dressed in your Ferrari suit, and you're like, oh my days, this is really happening. Yeah, it was. It was a cool experience. And then I had I have had a good test day and luckily I was on track last, you know, when nice and cold and just blew it out of the park. You had the douche on the old lap time, eh? Oh yeah, baby. And Massimo came to me afterwards and he said, Marcus? No, he's French. He's not French. He's, he's not t- French. He's Try and put on the Italian yeah, accent, on. would you? But I cannot do the Marcus. Italian accent. Marcus. No, I, I, I don't know how to do it. Uh-oh. I can only do French. Okay. Um, he said, maybe you can help me out. Marcus? There's a very good chance of you coming to the FDA next year. Marcus, there is a very good chance for you to come to the FDA next year. And I said, really? Okay, well, uh, what's the next steps? What do I need to do in order to nail this deal? Really? No, that's that's me. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) And then he said, Marcus, testing starts next week in Misano. Are you in or out? Marcus, testing starts next week in Misano. Are you in or are you out? Mate, sign me up. This, uh, yeah, sort of sounds like my Red Bull story, actually. Really? Uh, how I got into Red Bull. So, like, just after the Ferrari test, we'd been, like, waiting for a response. We never got a response in the end. Um, mm. But we were sort of waiting because we Stuck still... on red. We still had hope after because I was... Two blue text. I was quite... I, th- we did, I did well at the test, so I was still... Me and my dad were quite hopeful. Yeah. Um, and then, literally out of the blue, um, my dad got an email from... Um, Red Bull. Yeah. And, um, that's the dream. Oh, like when he told me, I was like, the best out. email you're living in. What, what I'd love to know is, like, how does Red Bull get your dad's email address? They must have some kind of Illuminati spies I don't know. out there somehow. <laughs> yeah. and, um, so basically, he told me, or they told my dad that, um, Helmut Marco wanted to meet me in literally a week. Um, it's funny you say that about the emails because I was always wondering whether they just couldn't get my email. <laughs> you should check your junk. Honestly, I, when I checked mine. I had an offer from Haas. I had an offer from Renault. Honestly, you check your junk. Just a bit too late. Check your junk. Yeah. 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 I just didn't reply until well, Hulkenberg bit me back. So. I, obviously, I came into the, the reference for you, but I was also asked to be like a coach and almost like a... Um, I don't remember you coaching. Well, not like a coach, but like just to like look at everything. Not for driving anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, you know how, like, you can almost gauge a driver's ability just by talking to him, you know? Like, yeah, you just sort you of know do. what he's all about. And now when they do the scouting, they have a million statistics and Excel spreadsheets oh, God. 
trying to decipher the good and the bad drivers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no. Well, everything in motorsport well, is powered by AWS these days, let's be honest. <laughs> well, that's not how it should be. It should exactly. be... Yeah, it should, it should be down to whoever can do the biggest power slide out of the last corner. Or exactly. out of the pit lane. Whoever the pit does lane. the biggest burnout first time out of the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the whole... Sign him up. <laughs> so, so the whole Ferrari driver assessment, you say, is just everyone goes to the men's room and they come back out and they know exactly who's driving. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. They just got a camera. In the <laughs> <laughs> no cameras. I don't think anyone needs to see that on the, on the old press release there. But... Um, <laughs> No, so racing in America versus racing in Europe, how much time did you spend in the States? Not too much, I'd imagine. Uh, so I raced up until 2017 yeah. in the States. Oh, same. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and Really, James? Uh, Were you the guy that crashed into him at Scusa? No, it no, was in Mexico. Which, which, which year did you go? Actually? I went 15 and 16 right. to, to Supernats. So you didn't see me win. But no. I almost won those <laughs> did you win the Supernationals? I did. Yeah. Which category? Uh, X3 Junior. Holy shit. So you are the golden boy. Because mm-hmm. yeah. when I was watching those races when I was... Because I came to do the Super Nationals as well. And that X30 Junior category is like a complete... Oh, back then was like... Was bigger than X30 Senior. There's like 130 you? people doing the race. Mm. And you get to the very end and it's just like, you know, the big boys. Oh, wait. Qualified pole. Won all my heats. Won the final. What team were you? Uh, Nash Motorsports, just my team I've been with. Dude. How was the old engine there? Was it running a bit hot, was <laughs> Best it? Best engine on the grid. Oh, Guaranteed. Jackie Hoon. <laughs> old Jackie Hoon closing the old carburetor there. You did do the Super Nats as well, didn't you, Clem? Yes. How'd you go, mate? Don't want to really want to talk about it, you know? <laughs> uh, obviously, I'd come off a pretty good year, Vice World Champion in Juniors uh, in, K- in Cap Junior. What accent is this? Uh, nothing. Kiwi? Just my normal. Yeah, yeah mate. <laughs> uh, I'd won the WSK, and so you know, I thought me, man. me, Christian Lungard and Logan oh, were all dude. going there. As the all the big Americans boys. over there were scared, guaranteed. Oh uh, well, we thought so until about <laughs> second practice, where it turns out that me and Lungard clearly weren't going to make the final. And uh, that was more or less my uh, scooter experience. Yeah. experience. Imagine yeah. what all the Americans must have thought. The kid that's just won WSK oh, no. has arrived. Like, seriously, like growing can't even up, get to the final. Growing <laughs> up, and you you go to Vegas, like, and all these Europeans come over. You're like literally scared of them because you, you're like, fanboying. Yeah, you're fanboying almost because you see them winning all. Even the, if they're the same age as you. Yeah, yeah. Really? Lawson you see, said the same thing. Like, you see even... them winning all the WSK, all the European Championships, whatever, and they come over there and they're like mid-pack and you're like i didn't get that vibe because i obviously i won the national schools before i got over there and no one knew who i was you don't even know the national school it's a very very small race in new zealand where only people that go to school can compete in it exactly so he was racing in seniors so nobody actually went to school the most important thing that we take away is that i won a national title he won a national title and i think the funniest thing that we can add is that as much as we say, you know, we're European racing drivers and we come from the WSK sort of, um, I guess, way up into, into Formula cars. Avenue, if you will. He probably did better than what we did coming out of a 
karting championship. I can confirm that's five not blokes. True. No, I raced against him much, when he was young. That's very much not true. <laughs> yeah, not... He probably did better at the Super. Do you remember Ragunathan in Formula Two? Um, yes. So imagine the casting equivalent <laughs> was James Blair. James Blair. <laughs> <laughs> James Jamesy. I think that's somewhat unfair, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you're not far off, mate. But uh, no, when you say you know when I had that experience, I went to the Super Nats and probably did all right. Uh, I again, I didn't make the final. Um, oh. I ended up in hospital with a broken neck instead. So that nice. is, that's you know, it's an occupational hazard yeah. of um, of going to Vegas in general, but racing in particular as yeah. well. Like you can, <laughs> it's an always good to fair chance to end up in hospital in Vegas, especially if I'm around. Yeah. Just to clarify, uh, before he was bullying me, and. <laughs> Our new producer, well, our... Substitute producer, Jimbo Harrison. Substitute producer, Jimbo Harrison. He can... Because Rory's not here today. I uh, don't know why. Um, he can confirm that James was bullying me earlier, so I'm going to gang up on him during the episode. Yeah, that's fair enough. Oh. No, it's probably overdue, the amount of shit that I give you. He's but... so mean, James. When the cameras go off, he's a bloody bully, huh? Oh, he's the nicest person to me. Yeah, I love Jackie. Do you want another glass, Clement? <laughs> I've been hinting at that, actually, for the last five minutes. Okay. Um, I didn't know the bottle was over there. On the old agenda, well, uh, I was going to ask Jackie Moon, obviously. We had a, a pretty insightful, um, I guess, uh, explanation of uh, what it's like to live in Milton Keynes by Yuki Tenoda, obviously, on the latest Drive to Survive episode, telling us that yeah. it was essentially the most boring place in the world. Now, we'd like to understand Arguable. what it is from your side. Um, what is what is, what is the whole experience of did, living? Did you get some Milton Keynes ago? I wish I was in Maranello. No, so I actually or? have an interesting. <laughs> I have an no. amazing story from actually when I arrived on back from Abu Dhabi on Saturday. Um, so I arrived back Saturday. I wake up 6 a.m. Sunday morning because I'm jet lagged. Um, go over to get some coffee from the from the whatever you call it, the Costa, Costa Coffee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the mall across the street. Um, I, on my phone, going down the stairs, and I just smell something horrendous. And Was it <laughs> 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 I look down, and someone's thrown up in three different places in the staircase. Yeah, sorry about that, um, mate. Look, so I'm, I'm like, <laughs> all right, I guess I'm going to take... Were you on the MK the other week? <laughs> oh, mate, I, I can't say. Christian asked me not to so talk about it. So I was like, okay, I'll take the elevator. Um... Walk outside my front door. I kid you not. There's blood all over the ground and blood all over the window. In your in your apartment. Yeah, in my apartment. So somebody has been in your apartment. No, not like no, in the, the building. building. In the building. Oh, in the building, like yeah. just outside your door. Yeah, just outside my door. So Lovely. I walk out the door in the morning, six a.m. And um, did you find out what it was? Just blood all over the wall, and there's a police police officer over there someone get murdered it sounds like probably somebody murdered someone outside your building and yeah. then in an attempt to hide the body sort of hacked them all up and sort of put them in some kind of rubbish bin in your communal bins i'd imagine yeah. you probably have a set of those yep. and then after that sort of realized exactly what happened and just threw up yeah, everywhere that's so they were, yeah that exactly. was disgusting the guy that yeah the guy that did the the murders yeah so <laughs> was throwing up on so we can keep an eye out on netflix true crime uh, so that Milton was Keynes. Um, <laughs> yeah, Sunday morning was an eventful one. Um, but yeah, Milton Keynes. Um, and you obviously just went to the gym this morning as well. I did. What did you do at the gym this morning? What sort uh, of training did you do with lactate your... Lactate test. So actually, you can see it on my fingers. Um, oh, yeah. To see if you lactate. lactate. Yeah, like the test how... Um, your threshold. How your, how long it takes for your bones to get 
your bones, yeah? Is that uh, what's what working? It takes for you to get tired, I guess? No, oh, buddy. Yeah. So let me explain like to that. you human anatomy. So <laughs> the bones don't actually do the moving. They're just there as a sort of way to keep <laughs> bones, you in bones shape. Bones the wrong just, word. The so muscles yeah, yeah, are the, the ones that... The muscles, that's... Yeah. You're not looking at the... You're looking at the tires, not yeah. the shaft. Did you so, find F2, like, physically demanding, like, when you were driving? Um, Good question, actually. Actually, no. Um, Funny you say that, actually. But, so, I... On the last day, um, we did two feature races. Oh. Um, and the, I and hope the, you had a bit of SOS hydration. And, and just in the th- in the three hour period, we did two feature races. And um, the first feature race was Prime Option. Oh. And um, oh. that's the winning strategy on I Sunday. I go out. I go out of the pits. Um, you know, turn nine. We because we used other pit lane. Out of the pits, turn nine. I go through turn twelve. Oh, mate. You you went off, did you? Oh. You don't have to tell me, mate. I, I couldn't turn. I couldn't turn the wheel. Now that is Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Imagine. See see yourself I in six months' time wheel. at Silverstone. <laughs> you're going, you're exiting maggots the pit lane and, and you literally go through maggots and beckets <gasps> and you want to your your brain is literally powering you and telling your body to turn the wheel, but you're physically just going oh. straight. Oh, there must have been at least like three seconds in my outlap because yeah. I just I turned and there was no, no turning. Turn. No, as, as, <laughs> was no turning. as a rookie, that 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 first feeling, that change of grip. Well, it's the first time I ever did prime option. It even feels weird. The outlap, for me. the outlap was the hardest lap of my entire career so far. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Hardest it what physically or like difficult? Physically. Physically. Not, yeah. It was easy drive. Had lots of grip. Yeah. But okay. um, yeah, I just. It's just so unnatural, isn't it? it? Yeah. Well, you go you go end of a 25 lap prime stint mm-hmm. where like you're sort of you Sliding. know drifting a bit at the end and then you put on a set of options basically brand new and um yeah silverstone in 2020 uh i came out the pits and i think it was jayhan yuki and myself and i think callum was a bit further down the road but he did the same we all went into turn 11 i think the the right, the right of- before the street no, the the first rights of Maggots and Beckett. Okay, yeah, yeah. Before the... Yeah. Um, yeah. And we all go off, synchronized. <laughs> we all just turn in, nothing happens, just go straight on. Oh, all of us. Must have been a good exit out of yeah. then the following <laughs> yeah. corner. You must you, have you like, a... turn it, you think you're using the right amount of force. Like, you're like, oh, Jesus. Just go straight off. I know, yeah. I literally turned so much as well, and I was like, I could have turned so much more. It was just, my arms were just... And just shot. Locked. I, my arms were locked. Well, there you go. You know it's yeah. difficult when even Yuri Vip says it's difficult. Because <laughs> he you... quite got a bit of timber on him. Yeah. Well, he's, he's the man's man. You know, when it's difficult, he's like, throw a bit more caster oh. on there, lads. It's all right. And I'm like, Yuri, shut up. Mate, he's, he's <laughs> fucked up the F3 sim at Red Bull. Because um, he wants more caster. Yeah, so the, the yeah. F3 simulator at, at Red Bull is actually like 10 times more difficult than F2. <laughs> and I've heard it's because of Yuri. Just because Yuri's like, <laughs> yeah. so the F- thing at the mouth. The F three sim is insanely hard physically. Yeah. And then the F two ones just like driving an F four car. Yeah. Oh. And the Delara sim. You you went to the Delara sim after us. Yeah. So, um, Clem, you won't know this, mate, but some call me the uh, the the sim king of Delara. Yeah, because there's you know there's I've heard that the people call you Sim Pill. That, huh? <laughs> I've heard the people call you Sim Pill. <laughs> the times don't say that. Because, uh, well, actually, that was the only time Yuri's been 
like equal with me. But yeah. there's a trick to driving that sim where you just brake early and just saturate the front and just... Oh yeah, like... they told me about that. I did that once and I went like half a second quicker. Yeah. And Yuri would lose his mind. <laughs> he'd be two seconds off and he'd be like, what is going on? Like, can't... And I'm just sitting there like, don't know, mate. <laughs> yeah, we'd, we'd be remiss to not bring up some of your Formula 3 efforts from earlier this year. Obviously, the obvious one that springs to mind Spa. is Spa. Yes. Yeah. I mean... Most memorable moment of my year. Yeah. There your goes career. Spinning in quali or the race? No, spinning in quali. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was the most, maybe, you know, depressing moment of my entire racing career. I thought it was an amazing lap until then. You know, I... Wasn't I, it the out lap? I was actually eight tenths down when I did that. Eight tenths down on your previous you lap. You never know yeah. if you don't try. Because I did it. It was the. It was wet, and I did a double push. Oh, so it was one of those laps yeah. where you sort of know after sector one that you're going to be real yeah, shit. Yeah, I was just. I was pushing to go in the pits. Right, you'll never know if you don't go. I was pushing to go in the pits. I was like, all right, going to box a slab, put on a set of slicks because it was drying, and um. What and you went a bumpa. Got on a wet patch. And just spun, went. Spun. And then that, that 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 was fine. I was like, all right, I spun. Alright, no big deal. Oh, and you dropped the clutch. Yeah. Put full lock, drop the clutch with full gas, and Which I just go straight, straight into the wall on the other side. Good on you. Yeah, I was stuck. So you don't know how to do a burnout? Basically not. Not with the wet tires. <laughs> what did Guillaume say when you did that? Um, I don't know. I didn't talk to anyone basically the whole weekend after that. I was too... You talked to me. I'm... Oh no, that was Austria. Sorry. I was too embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a similar situation with Guillaume. Guillaume's the technical director of Prema, and uh, I crashed as well in Quali at Macau when he told me to call the slap, and I ended up, there was no BSC or anything, so I was like, you know what, going for it. Two push in a row, put it hard <coughs> in the wall. I've never seen Guillaume so angry in my life. Oh, like, I, you know how Guillaume's normally so composed, like, like he's almost zen yeah. as he sets up our car to perfection? <laughs> He no lost, emotion. Oh man, he lost his shit at me. I've never seen him like that before in my life. <laughs> and that is why Mark Armstrong did not end oh. up in the F2 <laughs> in Prema. <laughs> <laughs> he's really fast. Yeah, but he just doesn't listen. But apart from that, so that was that was the, you know. And the race was good, right? In Spa. Yeah, P30 to P11 in five laps. Um, Casually. Impressive. That no, that's not exactly how you described your first lap. You yeah. described your first lap as essentially just running off the track. Every track limits violation. Yeah, so basically started last, was rolling downhill at the start because I didn't do the brakes. So I was about, you know, 20 meters from the next car in the turn one. Um, maybe more than that. Probably a good thing in F3. And I was yeah. still, still last going into turn five. Arouge. Radion. Radion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, is it the next no, one? Turn no, turn five. The, the oh, next down at the end still of the last, Still last, still last. Still last there. You know, by the end of the first lap, I was 19th. So, um, yeah. Explain. Basically, um, I, you know, got a big toe past maybe two guys. You know, big deal. Big draft. Big deal. Big draft. And um, I see some smoke up ahead. And um, just into the braking zone, I just, I brake and I just release it. Just go straight. I was like, might as well keep myself out of trouble. Yeah. Maybe gain some positions. And yeah, went up <laughs> 11 positions on the first lap. Um, I love the fact that in Formula 3, because there's so many cars, if you're starting oh, yeah. at the back and you know you're fast, all you have to say to yourself is, so I'm just going to cut up. There, there were I'm just going to cut a couple of corners and nobody's yeah, going to notice. There were maybe three or four cars that crashed 
Um, you can do that in F3 because there's I, just so much going on. I literally, so I was side by side with a car going into the corner and I just released the brake and then. Um, just went. Yeah. The douche. Uh, there were, there must have been at least five other people that went off. I think um, was Martin's. He got into a crash, like flew into the air. Was it on the straight? Yeah, he yeah, crashed on the straight, that. flew into the air, and he still gained positions. <laughs> in the air. Because <laughs> yeah. after he crashed, he that gained positions. Um, so, yeah, that's how I gained most of my positions on that first lap. When F3, there's so much going on that you could essentially cut a oh, corner, and I, the stewards wouldn't question it, because they just wouldn't know. Th- those first three laps were the most chaotic racing laps of my, mm. my life. Like, I didn't know what was going on. Um... Yeah, no clue what was going on. Just avoiding cars, literally. Speaking of no clue what's going on, obviously um, America played England in the football the other day. Did. Stuck into that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm getting involved. Get into in the old soccer, soccer there. Soccer. Yeah. Sorry, soccer. Yeah, yeah. soccer. soccer. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's how you say it. Right? That's how we would say it, actually. Yeah, yeah so England, England did a poor job. America's, you know. How's New Zealand going, by the way, James? Good. They're firmly having the couch. Uh, haven't conceded a single goal. All tournament. No well, Also haven't scored. Yeah. Well, look, it's not always about the winning. Score. Sometimes it's about not losing. Defense. Um, and so, you know, New Zealand's, <laughs> we haven't had any issues so far. The so Bavis all we can really hope for is that, you know, we make it through all the way. But, yeah, that's good. Um, well, the Brazil match is about to start. It's actually started right now. Oh, There's a whole it? lot of Brazilians coming. They're about to burst through the door in about five minutes. That's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh that's good stuff. Well, we do. We love a Brazilian on the show here. It was our first episode with your, with your fine self and your teammate, uh, Felipe, there. Indeed. Yeah. James, I've just noticed something. You've brought a very good read. Now, has this got to do with anything about us around the table, or is it more of a... Idiots. Well, I, I noticed that book there, and I thought that it might be something that we could all sort of have a look at later on. Because, Delve into. You know, I wonder if the camera can see that. Yeah, it well, pr- probably picks it up. Make sure you hold it up. I was reading that on the plane next to Alan, my engineer, and he actually he got really upset, and I was like, it's not about you, Alan. Don't shut up. Yeah, I thought I'd just throw it down on the table and see who notices, but, um, you know, my weekend in Abu Dhabi, oh, if we want to oh, move on to that. Yes. So, how was your weekend, James? How did you enjoy Eventful. It? Stressful, but successful is how I've been so summarizing it. Get some context. Why, why were you there, and what were you doing, James? <laughs> well... I was there essentially to babysit you for a start, as I usually am. Make sure that you don't do anything too stupid. Make sure he doesn't go to any did, concerts or anything. No, there was no concerts. There were no concerts. Make sure he didn't go to no. any concerts. Babysit him. Absolutely Jeez, not. Swedish House Mafia was good, wasn't it? <laughs> they actually weren't. They, they were actually not that No, great. they weren't. I mean, yeah. I knew, it was a bad I knew one song. One song, maybe? No, that was pretty funny, actually. Yeah. <laughs> We anyway. might have decided to go to <laughs> the concert on the Friday night, but we did weren't drinking. It was, no, of course not. It was just it was just just vibes. Just as they say. Oh, it was a fun time. It was good fun. Well, it was fun when I was on your shoulders. Well, this great. this won't go on air, right? But Clem, I obviously, I lost fifty euros. <laughs> yeah. Those watching closely will have noticed that you had somewhat of a different livery to your huge. Yes. Um, for the last round of the season, we had a sponsor come on board there, and we had. Uh, this guy kind of running point on the sponsorship deal will beep his name, Tom. Mm. Um, so he's, he's kind of their side and I'm kind of our <laughs> side. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to coordinate, make sure everyone's happy, sort of run things around and make sure everyone's having a good time, basically. And they did. They were actually a really good bunch. Yeah. And, and like, we had an awesome time. We had a, a, yeah, yeah. yeah, we had a few doozies. 
Um, well, you did. Yeah, I had a few days. So, well, if we if we bring it all the way back, essentially, the, the issue began on the Saturday evening where we were having dinner and then one of my childhood heroes... Beat that out oh, as well. Oh, me too. He's one of my heroes as well. Oh, we don't him. need to beef him out. He's my hero. I oh, no, so him. we ended up having a massive one on the piss. And so we went real big. We had about... Oh, he didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't. He, yeah. he was well behaved. I don't think we should say this, but I, I looked at the bill after, and um, you can believe it out, but it must have been 500 pounds worth of just um, mojitos. I paid for half of that. Hold up. Was, which night was this? Saturday, Saturday night. night. Okay, so I wasn't there. There was... I looked at the bill afterwards. 500 pounds in mojitos. Hmm. Must have been a must, must have been a hefty bill. There right? were 36 orders. Who paid? I paid for quite a lot of it. Oh, James. Yeah. I just so paid I've for arrived to the track on the Sunday morning, and I'm all chirpy, ready to go, ready to dominate the race. And I walk into the to high sec, and I see James lying on the floor like this. <laughs> Marquez, I've never been so hungover in my life. Yeah, I believe that... as, as he is doing an interview for a French magazine about screaming meals, yeah. oh, he is lying on the floor like this. <laughs> okay, no, so here's how it all went. Basically, we had a massive one on Saturday night. Yeah. I wake up at about five o'clock in the morning that morning, have an enormous anxiety attack and call my girlfriend and cry and basically get that out get that out of the way nothing wrong with crying man. get to the track strong men cry strong men cry it's okay to, it's yeah. okay to not Formula be okay two drivers cry indeed i cried on <laughs> multiple occasions this year yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right so i had a quick cry got that out of the way got to the circuit around about quarter to seven you're an idiot so the only people were there Wait, were why like, were you up at quarter to seven because i like, i'd had about two dozen espresso martinis the night before i wasn't going back to bed makes sense makes sense and so we get to the, i get to the track I'm, I'm not in any kind of state to walk too quickly but um no so anyway so i'm moving pretty slowly i do this interview for the french media which was the strangest experience of my life because i took it quite seriously when he was interviewing me i didn't want to throw anyone under a bus and then you did your side of it once you showed up to the track and basically cancels all of us <laughs> Um, I, th I think there was some just corrupt politicians involved. In yeah, the but if you're not having fun, mate, why are you doing it? Yeah, look, look, I mean, it was it was bad. But um, did I we'll, say that? We'll I've gloss, got no we'll idea why. We'll gloss over that. And um, no, so the so Tom tells me that there's two sponsors arriving at the track, and I was like, oh sweet, I'll run out two passes to them. I'll meet them there. They've got my number. Mm. All good. Get out there. I show up in their car, and there's, and there's four guys. And I was like, ah, I'm going to need a couple more passes. That would have been nice to know. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> so we do, we do a bit of the, the old Hong Kong shuffle you know we get through security we get them in and then uh, they're all in all hunky dory four people and then um, they go oh, we've got a couple more people showing up just now and I goes oh well, this could be a bit of a challenge but uh, okay thank god that the lovely lady on the door at Formula 2 yeah, is, is, is a big old screaming meal she's fan. a big fan Shout big out. old screaming no meal fan so, no. um, so I, I, then I, I run out however many more passes they said at the time i can't remember and we got all of them and that was all fine now it's for, it's about 40 minutes before the feature race and i'm kind of starting to think right right you need to get with the car go to the grid make sure that they see the car on the grid and all yeah. that kind of stuff and then um and then one of the guys goes to me he goes like oh, i've got one more business partner outside to um to get in and bear, bear in mind i've been running with the one of the top three hangovers drenched in sweat of my life it was, oh, it was honestly i've come out of that feature race He's looked worse than me. 
It was absolutely hideous. Mate, me and James, we I've never seen two people sweat so much. Oh, it was horrendous. It's both of us. It's insane. So I'm running these passes back and forth through security, doing all that kind of stuff. And on the last run out there, because I was thinking, right, you're about to go to the grid. I haven't even seen Marcus. I, would, I had to say to your sister as she walked past me, Tom, Marcus, good luck. Run out. Five dudes show up and I've only got one pass. And I was like, oh, so which one of you guys is, uh, is coming into the pits and which one of you is going to the, the boat that they had? And they all looked at me like, I don't think you understand how this works. <laughs> so, so I give one of them my pass and then I take it back off them because I need to get back in to get more passes. I run through security again. By this point, they're all looking like, this fucking guy again. Jesus Christ, what is his job? Run back, get all four <laughs> passes off everyone who already had one in pit lane. You've left. You're at the grid Which by now. Jack. Didn't you take Isaac's pass? I had to grab one of yeah. Isaac's passes. And so then Poor I came Isaac. back and I bloody... I finally got them. And then on the way back out, I thought, right, I'm, something's coming out here. So I open a quick bin, have a quick chunder into that, wipe my mouth, run the passes back out to the sponsors. Again, all hunky-dory. They come in, do the old rotation. That's fine. And then, so we watch the whole feature race. Everyone's in the support pit lane, having no, a good no, time. No, 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 said everyone's in the support pit lane. Once we got... There it, is one person who was supposed to be in the pit lane that actually wasn't in the pit lane. Support pit lane. So he was in support pit lane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah but he wasn't, he wasn't where he was supposed to be. So Put it yeah. this way. Imagine being a young Formula 2 driver heading up to your next big test and James Blair comes up to you and says, mate, can I borrow your pass? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you mind? Give him your pass. You're like, yeah, but I've really got to get to the feature race because I have to listen in on to the radio and yeah. whatever's going on. And he goes, yeah, no, And no, no, sweet, uh, you mate, just stay sweet, stuck mate. in the old uh, Poor little lane. So, yeah, at the end of the day, all the sponsors were happy and that was all good. But uh, Isaac didn't actually end up making <laughs> no, it. No, he, he actually wasn't even in sport pit lane, so... He he made it to the grid because he had the grid thing, right? Mm. I, I stole um, Yuri's pass. Um, so that would have been a smart good. thing to yeah. do. <clears throat> well, he were, took, you could have taken my pass as well. I yeah. think he took your pass, but it didn't have a... Um, it had a grid pass, but yeah. not a pit lane. Okay. Um, so, um, I, so once you leave the grid, um, there's a guy that stands there and he checks your pass, whether you can go in the pit lane or not. And um, I'm walking with Isaac, and I just walk through casually, and then all of a sudden I just, you know, here. Turn around. And yeah, I turn around, and he's, like, waving at me. I'm like, oh, no, what's happened? And um, <laughs> So I don't know. I'm hearing this for the first time, by the way. And, yeah, basically he's, like, calling me, like, freaking out because he can't get oh, there. And um, Isaac. He, there was this, there's this gate um, at the beginning of pit lane. He was sitting behind this gate. Just watching on the screen. <laughs> it all felt of that. So, yeah. All of that. I felt so bad. Because of James <laughs> Blair. Look, <laughs> as I said, I went out to Abu Dhabi <laughs> run point for our sponsor, and they were all happy. Like they were happy days. It was it was the best James weekend ever. James Blair. How so about it? after Poor the Isaac, race, he was so sad. The high tech team manager comes back in after the race and fucking tears strips off me. Absolutely <laughs> hey, fucking, fucking ripping me out. Ollie was yeah. Oh, mate, he can get... All right, well, my <laughs> highlight of the day... Jeez! Well, that's Marcus never ever coming back to the Formula 2 paddock. My highlight of the day was when we were sitting at dinner and um, we were... So, was it you and I or Clem? It was me, Clem, James, I think. Which and dinner? Was this at the oh, it was this Sunday night. Yeah, and these two, as Clem would say, lovely ladies are on the other side of the table. There's about 25 of us on the table, so... I, we, I didn't even know who they were. They didn't know who I was. 
and they were from Kazakhstan. Okay, so they were from Kazakhstan. Borat <laughs> cousins. And Clem, for whatever reason, decides to just like snatch her phone and put my Instagram in. Do you remember this, Clem? No, it was actually his best friend. Oh, I, you've told oh, me this story, it, No, this is the wizard. It was my mate, the wizard. Oh, so he put my Instagram into yeah, the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't me. And this made my day. <laughs> they were just like looking at me like... Oh, yeah, no, it was the funny. I've heard so this, in yeah. the past episode, we talked about the power of Instagram. The power we of Instagram. saw it happen again. <laughs> oh, it happens to Marcus all the time, doesn't it? About 10 times. <laughs> And Explain. so, yeah, they didn't want to know me, right? Not that I was speaking to them, but whatever. The guy put my Instagram into his phone, into their phone and they were like, no way. All of a sudden they were interested. They couldn't, but they were shocked. They, were like, they looked at me and went, you driver? And he, Marcus was like, Marcus yeah. Like, Very nice. <laughs> You're like <laughs> king of the castle, king of the castle. <laughs> and that's where the night ended. We went to bed. Yeah. So, uh, then we had a really nice dinner and then we said, very nice to meet you all. We're going to turn in. Yes. Thank you very much. Good night. Mm. Um, <laughs> and on that bombshell. <laughs> well, then um, then we go, we go into the Tuesday postseason testing. So we all kind of, you know, have a nice old sleep on Sunday night and sort of chill out on Monday. And yeah. then Tuesday... I have my own little adventure myself because old Arthur Leclerc forgot his race boots oh, for the test. Oh, I've heard this. Oh, he was asking me for my boots. I was like, do you really want a pair of Red Bull boots? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably not ideal. So I, so your hotel sent your race boots over to my hotel in Dubai. Oh, was it the old Ferrari boots you sent him? I sent him some really <laughs> disgusting... Oh, he was wearing Charles's boots. He wasn't wearing... Yeah, we asked me for mine and I was thinking, why don't you use your brother's? Yeah, um, at least he's what? got Ferrari written on him. Marcus used to, but oh, he wanted he wanted my Red Bull Junior Team boots. He was like, oh, even better. He was begging me. He was like, imagine being wrapped by both the Ferrari Academy and Red Bull. I was like, sorry, I only time. got one. Oh, pair I, of boots. Oh, well, can you imagine flying it halfway across the world to do a test and forget your boots? Oh no, <laughs> that's equally. That's as the bad. first thing I pack. <laughs> And no, he messaged me, he said, can I borrow your boots? And I'm thinking, all right, we, I'm sure there's another person that you could ask. But you know what, Arthur? I'll give you my boots. They're disgusting and champagne, they're molded, whatever, have them. And um, James? I'd say, yeah, so basically we get a cab from Dubai back to Abu Dhabi. Just for boots? Just for boots. Wow. I also might have left my work laptop in Clem's hotel room, but that's by the by. Um, <laughs> Why were you in my hotel room? That's pretty Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna get cut up uh, <laughs> and so no I, we, we taxi these boots all the way back over to Abu Dhabi and then we get to there and our cab driver has no idea what's going on it, for all he knew he just picked up two randoms in, um, in Dubai we didn't know where he was going so next thing we know we're all in the F1 paddock because we just drove up and the security guy kind of told us to wind down the window and he said what, why do you need to be here so your taxi driver drove directly into the F1 paddock yeah. what and just drive down the pit lane too. Just about. No, but the security... Imagine one. the old Prius in sector one. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's just gone purple. Yeah. <laughs> His name is Tariq. He was a really nice guy. And um, so, no, so we get in there and they're basically they're just like, why are you here? And I just showed them like, a bag of race boots and Arthur Leclerc's phone number and they're like... Mm. <laughs> so we were in. 
And then we just waltz straight into Ferrari hospitality oh. without a pass, wristband, or anything. Yeah. Literally, you could have gotten the, away with murder. The security on the F1 weekend was insane. There were oh, but test dogs day. searching cars. You had to get out when you got in. Test day, mate. You could walk test in day, as a random. I, me and Isaac walked into the room. I could have redecorated my house with the batch of stuff. Like they just left lying around. Like anybody, made... anybody could have just walked into any garage on mm. uh, Monday. So I just walked into Ferrari on hospitality Tuesday. and I said, "These Tuesday. are for Arthur." And somebody looked at me sideways and said something in Italian and said, we'll make sure they get to him. Yeah. I literally just walked in on, into the Red Bull garage on Tuesday. Like I was um, enjoying a nice day off on yeah. Monday. Well, before we close, um, I was going to save this for the year now, g'day, but um, I thought it would be appropriate. I wanted to know what everyone's uh, childhood, well, who, who's everyone, who everyone's childhood crushes were. Jack? Crawford, do you want to start us off? Um, are we gonna go Disney? I thought we were gonna go Disney Channel specific. Was Disney that- Channel, I got one hundred percent. Yeah, let's Disney Channel. Let's um, do that's that's good with me. So there was this one TV show. I forget the name of it, but um, Hannah Montana. No, <laughs> is that yours? Oh, we will get to it, mate. No, her her name is uh, Jenna Ortega. I don't know if you know her. Jenna, what's her name on the show? Maybe I'll know. I don't. I don't even remember the name of the show. Um, but you just remember the, that was the way my, those eyes you know, sparkled. That so, was my childhood. He's crush. so young that the Disney Channel shows would have. It's been probably still running. Different. It's probably still running. Whatever that show is that Jenna was on. But if you're watching Jenna, uh, definitely not. Jack Crawford. Um, Clem, did you have Disney Channel in France or Switzerland oh, or Germany mate. or Jamaica or wherever it was? You I was up? a regular on the old Wizards of Waverly oh, Place. Oh, oh, Selena there was looking rather fiery back in my time. <laughs> Wasn't she just? <laughs> oh. Wasn't she just peachy? <laughs> she was like 15 on the show, mate. So was, I was probably 12. Yeah, so you're right there. Jack's calling her peachy. <laughs> <laughs> I I've never watched that show, so... <laughs> what about no, you, James? No, for me, it was Brenda Song, mate. I thought she was unreal. Who's that? Brenda, Brenda Song. Song. She was... What show was she on? Sweet Life of Zachary. She Curry. was... Yeah, yeah, she was... Um, Sweet Life yeah, of she was, But I remember she filmed one uh, martial arts-themed film, actually, in Auckland. That's oh, really? Not, oh, mate, it would have... Did you meet her? It James would have sold like love. a paper plate, but... Unbelievable. It was... Yeah, it was... Yeah. Yeah, she was, uh, she was pretty... What pretty about you, there, Marcus? Um, me... Oh, well, I know she's a big fan of the sh- of the show. Miley Cyrus. Um, yeah. Oh, massive! Oh yeah. She actually gifted you that T-shirt that I left at home. Oh, many T-shirts. I was meant to wear the Hannah Montana T-shirt today for the American themed episode, but he bloody forgot it. I'm so pissed. It was signed as well by Miley Cyrus. Or was that just a... Yeah. Okay. It was signed by yeah, Miley yeah, Cyrus. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> and uh, so. She has to be up there, doesn't she? No, yeah, no, definitely. So. Top contender. Um, but if I'm honest, my first crush would have been... Um, Ashley Tisdale was pretty hot. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah, g'day. But yeah. um, I, I reckon um, Alison, Alison Stone? Stoner, maybe? Why does that ring a bell? What was Cheaper she? by the Dozen. Cheaper by the Dozen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, that's not from only fans. I mean, Hillary, <laughs> Hillary Duff was also on Cheaper by the Dozen. Yes. She, and a Disney, Carol, uh, Disney yeah, Channel alumni. I was like six alumni. years old, man. Cheaper by the Dozen. Alison Stoner would have been like 10, I don't know. First first crush. Yeah. No, first you, ever. First ever crush. It, well, it wasn't the, the, the local housekeeper at the time. <laughs> we won't delve into that. But, um, <laughs> and, uh, well, on that bombshell, I think it's time to end, fellas. Yeah. Jackie, Alrighty. mate. 
pleasure having you. Ooh. Marcus? Thank you very much. Jack, mate, you are our favourite driver full stop. Yeah, honestly, true. if you beat me next year, I'd be happy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would literally say, well, that's Sorry. Jackie move. <laughs> and um, you're welcome on the show anytime. Anytime. And um, anytime, I hope you enjoyed anything. your first glass if, of wine. And if high tech let you do it again after I've just screamed at them. That will be getting cut and out. And if you get any hangovers, get on that SOS high. Yeah, when you turn 18. Yeah, once you're 18. Obviously, and old enough to have a full drink, uh, not just a taste of SOS hydration. Keep it in mind, folks. All right. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Cheers.